Hello. No matter what you do, if you intend on growing in being a better person or a better version of whatever you call yourself, or if you want to be an adult because, you know, you go from a child to an adult, you're going to have to face difficulties. You're going to have to face moments where you thought you knew something, but you didn't. Which can be a good thing. Because you can learn from it. And learning is such a powerful power. (laughs) It's such a powerful experience. It's such a powerful experience to learn. Meaning you comprehend something. And then you're able to put it into play. You find value in its meaning directly into your life. And even if you don't find meaning, that too, in its sense, is a way of understanding what it means to you. It may not be something that's a part of your life, but it's something that now in your life you're aware of what you don't want or what you don't need. So learning is great. Growing is great. It just doesn't always feel easy. It just doesn't always feel good. It just doesn't always remind you that you're growing while you're in it. It's good to have people, places, and things around you that remind you of growth. You are only one being. From your best perspective, you are focused. But because those focus points or that perspective is given from your senses, there's so much you can comprehend. Of course, you can consider and even imagine what it's like to see an infrared and all these other things that we have technology for that the human mind and body can't currently do. And so our learning can expand through tools, people, places. It's not just always internal, more say, than it is coming from an internal space and back as we learned around from within and out. So you learn about yourself, you learn about your environment, and then you ingest that, you comprehend that, you grow from that, you learn from that. But it doesn't always, your learning in life doesn't always have to come from something you did or the lack of what's done to you. It could be just from your observation in life. You learn something. The hardest lessons usually come from the hardest experiences. Trauma. Trauma is usually a great teacher. It forces you to remember something probably when you don't want to remember it (laughs) or at all, but so that you don't have that experience again. It doesn't show up in your reality because it wasn't comfortable when it did the first time. 
So you learn to try to think about the things and places and actions that may have caused that so it doesn't happen again. What if you can't control those people, places, and things, and it does happen again? Do you just continue to learn? Or do you fall into a space of believing you're not learning? Because why does it keep happening? I thought learning was about growth. I thought when I comprehended something and I understood it and I said I did and, and, I, and I wouldn't, wouldn't do that again or wouldn't find that power, then it shouldn't happen again. But it happened again. So you're going to keep experiencing it. It's going to keep showing up in our lives. Until we really, really learn it. Or maybe just learn it. Because all the other times prior to, if we call that learning and it keeps repeating, but learning was defined as no longer repeating, then yeah, we didn't learn anything until it stopped repeating. And all those conversations of saying that we actually learned something or we felt that we did. On the surface, it was a lie. We were lying. Maybe a little bit deeper. We were being optimistic. So as you grow, as we all grow. These lessons we learn, these options, these undocumented features of our experiences that show up. As to when we don't want them to or as to a way that cause us to shift or change when we're not ready, when we don't know how to, when we feel we don't have the capacity to. Here comes this experience trying to make you learn today. For me, the more I spend time in silence, there's clarity. I realize that I don't like to not grow more than I actually don't like the pain of growing. So I personally like the pain more than I like not growing. And I use the word like, not in an, hopefully not, I use it not in an emotional state as if I enjoy it. I use it like, like, like. <laughs> I use it in a sense that it's something that resembles my emotional experience, but it's not something that I'm embracing wholeheartedly. And why is it associated or it resembles my emotional experience? Because it gives me a sense of, we'll use the word power. That when I see that I'm not learning something, I would rather go through 
the steps, the physical experiences, the hills, the mountains, the conversations, which may not be the same for other people. But for me, the conversations, the hills, the struggles is worth it if we're going to make it to the end and not and possibly not have this experience again. Not have this pain show up again. Some people are willing to wait it out. Do nothing. Hopefully when it passes. I didn't do I didn't have to do anything. It passed. So now I could just go on with my life. They treat it maybe like a storm. You know. I'm not treating it like a storm. (laughs) I'm treating it like. I don't know, maybe a hurdle. Whatever this pain, this difficulty, this trauma is. I'm going to have to pick up momentum to get over it. So as a runner. Trying to get over that hurdle. If I don't jump fast, if I don't run fast enough or jump high enough. Or more importantly, come up with a technique a set of patterns that I believe in and hone in and train in to get me over this hurdle, then I won't get over the hurdle. And I can get up and try again and get up and try again and then recognize that even though I'm getting up and trying, because I have no technique, I'm not making it over this hurdle. And the hurdle is not moving. That's how it looks for me. If my example of it being a storm is your example, then sure, I could see the proof in that. Just wait. I also see that while you're waiting, your home could be damaged. I also see that while... I'm waiting if I decide to wait out the pain like a storm versus like a hurdle and try to find ways to build proper technique over it. Then I'm just left with whatever's happened after that storm passed that I decided to do nothing about. And I'm left with picking up the pieces again. These are my interpretations. So I don't choose the path of waiting out problems in life and buckling down and taking a silent moment. I choose to reflect. I choose to go back to my coach, a.k.a. whether it's my partner or myself. Or both. And we figure it out together. Now, what if your partner or your coach is that problem. I know you weren't expecting that, right? If your partner or your coach is that problem, first, let me say I'm not a professional. I'm not a doctor. I don't have a degree in psychology and knowing how to resolve relationship and 
family and marital problems. I'm only speaking from my assumed position that brings me some type of clarity from experience like and reading, you know, like knowledge. But I'm no professional. So if that hurdle or pain is your partner or someone you love, my only suggestion, what I've done in the past, is talk about it. If you can't find a way to talk about it, because it's too painful or you can't talk right now or your partner can't talk right now. Space is good. But remember, if you're looking for it with your partner because that's where the pain, they're the pain or some relationship or life, I use partner because I would only think that's the most important thing to you, but maybe your child, maybe your job, something that can change you if it, will, if it goes well or goes wrong. If you can't talk about it or find a way to be about it, whether it's time off or time off till a time or time apart or being civil about the conversations or... Um, leaving the job, leaving the the situation or the relationship, if none of those things seem like what you want to do, then I don't know personally how you're going to get over it or get through it. Sitting there, to me, is not as effective or at all, then the idea of taking time off. So if you're taking time off, that means you're going back to do some type of work. You're thinking about it, and then hopefully you're coming back to the situation with tools and, and things that you can apply to change it. Maybe. When you come back, you don't feel like you have any tools. So the time that you took off was really what you needed. And that was your tool. Again, I don't have answers. I'm like, I'm not a professional per se. My goal when I'm in that space is for growth. So if I needed time off, telling my job, my partner, my whatever, my situation, hey, I can't get over this, man. I'm going to need some space. I'm going to need some time off. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, I'll definitely come back to you when I can. Um, But just hear me out. That's your best option. If they can hear you out or if the situation can give you that space, you take it. Know that you are actually doing the same thing as in my example with the hurdle if you decide to take space. Because that silence or that time away is really you building. It's just different. 
So when I say I couldn't do that, that's because it doesn't work for me. It's not, it's not that it's something's wrong with it. For me to see my problems like a hurdle and understand that I have to have speed, technique, and power to get over them doesn't mean I'm anxious. Just means I'm actually working towards developing those skill sets, those things to get to the next level. And sitting back and taking a moment to me doesn't feel like the same thing. So this idea, back to the beginning, of change and growth, you can come at it in any way, as long as it's in part with what you, hmm, with what the version of you right now wants as your complete joy, your complete freedom, the version of you now. Because if you're having a contrasting experience, a difficult moment, the version of you that wants out of it doesn't mean that's the version that you're going to keep with you going forward. You may not need to be that warrior once you're out of it. You can put your shields down now. But what a warrior, what a warrior you were. What a fighter you were. We got to find ways to continue to be here for each other. I'm sitting here talking and you're listening. We can call this a conversation. But more importantly, I think people like myself who are willing to open up and talk, just share, you know, pontificate. Not that there, there has to be a problem, just, just talk. That when there is a problem, <laughs> you can actually talk maybe a little bit easier or feel more comfortable to talk then because you were comfortable talking when there was no problem about things that were difficult, about the pains and about the struggles. I don't know if this podcast has an episode title. Uh, I just got on here and needed to talk, needed to share. Keep seeing things happening throughout my interpretation of life. And not judging it, but observing it. Not trying to absorb it, but letting it be. Sometimes I want to talk about it. And I'll say the point of this conversation maybe is just that. Don't give up on yourself. Maybe don't give up on others that are trying. If you love them and they've expressed any love to you, call that balance for now and learn how to move forward together or in a way that's beneficial to both, to all the people involved. I don't know if it's about it getting easier or harder or any of that stuff. But it just feels better when we find a way to grow it and communicate together. It just feels better that at least we're talking. You know, 
maybe not coming up to an answer right away. And so that means we don't have to talk all the time, all the day, all the all the all. Because sometimes, like we're saying, talking is not the answer. But communicating is. And of course, you know, communication doesn't always need words. That's my focus. That's my rant. (laughs) Keep communicating. Keep finding ways to grow. Keep finding ways to build. Remind yourself of your failures and things you can be and do better at. And if you have an experience or you're in an environment where you feel like you can't grow, speak to it and then change it. It's not going to be fun. That's not why you're talking to it to try to find a way to get better or cultivate the environment to something that's more conducive to your growth. You ain't doing it so it feels good or you ain't doing it so that it feels good. You're doing it because it has to be done. You deserve joy. You deserve freedom. You deserve respect. You deserve love in your life. You deserve light. You deserve whatever you want. And this difficult moment, or any difficult moment, yeah, you deserve that too, because you wanted it. And so now that you realize you wanted something that uh, you actually didn't want, you called something into your experience you didn't want, now it's the time to change it. Take it out of your experience. And I chose the word take it out of your experience instead of get it out of your experience because you don't need to push it away. You should take it away. You are that powerful. So please continue to listen to your heart. I am only one being. I don't know you from Adam, but we are the same Adam, living through multidimensional experiences. You take care of yourself, and we'll talk next week. Bye for now. Namaste.